you guys welcome to ghosted stories welcome it's chelsea we were just singing lady gaga's ao mere moments ago and so <laughs> i was still in that headspace and i was like oh we don't do we we stop singing because i said here we go <laughs> guys i am have a very nose runny stuffy situation so i'm sorry i sound like a chronic smoker <laughs> or like this- my cousin brianna <laughs> We love you. We love you, Brie, if you're listening. Um, Okay. We are (laughs) hanging out just a lazy Saturday on Aaron's couch to bring you guys the long-awaited listener email because I feel like we always just tease you guys and say, email us your ghosted stories. We're going to read them. But then you guys are listening and you're like, nah, are you though? Because you're (laughs) not ever. (laughs) But we are. It's just that we have so many amazing guests to get to it's hard it's like anytime we're like oh we'll do a listener email then you know somebody's begging us to be a guest that's not the case usually but um someone frees up that evening and we're (laughs) ready (laughs) and here we go so definitely email us um yeah ghosted stories podcast at gmail if you want to share your ghosted story or even if you just have a question a comment Mm -hmm. a cat photo perhaps um also Maybe I'll put this one out this Thursday. Cool. Well, either way, how about this? Here's a two for. If it is before April 10th, come out to the first ever live show on April 10th at the pit. You can go click on the link in this description or the pit-nyc.com. We're going to Mark Normand, Emma Wellman, Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to hopefully do this more often. But hey, if it's after April 10th, thanks for coming out. We had a great time. Such a good show. That was amazing Um, that like... All those people just stopped by. It was so crazy. And then remember when uh, Barack Obama sh- showed up? He and Michelle, big fans. That was such a sh- surprise. That and was amazing. Just, I mean, our dream come true. So definitely either check that out or thanks for checking it out. And yeah, let's do some some emails. Oh, no, wait. Topical shit? I mean, I feel like we can weave it in. It's just the two of us today, too. So I feel like yeah. this is going to be like just a winding road. I think everybody draw a bath. <laughs> jump on in there <laughs> drink some wine yeah. this is just going to be a real this yeah. is going to be like the delilah even delilah <laughs> do you think we could book delilah <gasps> oh my god dreams Imagine. coming true that would be the, that would be amazing why do i feel like you're louder than me or i'm not that know. what's happening there do we feel like that's good can yeah. you hear me what's happening is this real life even though i'm sick i'm drinking wine and that pause was me taking a <laughs> Thought Aaron, I, was I thought Aaron was going to pick it up, <laughs> but she just wanted to enjoy me enjoying wine. And that's why I was waiting for you to say something so that I could check your levels. Um, yeah. Like I said, I feel like Jesus was a big fan of wine. So why shouldn't we be? Can you hear me blowing my nose when I turn this way? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to have your work cut out for you to edit this because I feel like we're both in like, a, like I'm starting to get sick. You are sick. And we're just in like a real fuddy-duddy mood what if i don't even edit it oh my god here's exciting news i didn't even tell you aaron what guess who's gonna do the podcast um at the end of the month Barack? So come out sometime in may he is not he is gonna come in in july yeah uh but uh steven ray morris <gasps> the producer of our other one of oh our favorite my, podcasts, god! my favorite murder and one of a podcast that one of my favorite podcast cat, cat based sure. podcast or otherwise no but he also does a podcast i oh, like called the, the purcast, purcast which i mean we know name alone we know i love it yeah um 
So Stephen's going to be a guest. He's going to call in. He said he has a really good ghosted story. <gasps> Isn't that fun? Oh, my God. I love I'm it. I'm so excited. So, guys, so many fun guests to look forward to. Um, okay. Let's get into your emails. So, man, do you want to do karaoke later, Aaron? I feel like this is prime <laughs> karaoke voice. We'll it's film like that, too. all, like, sexy and raspy. Woo. Okay. Just this- do a ton of Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Give me one reason to stay <laughs> Um... This is from Holly, and this is my sister's, one of my sister's best friends from college. Oh, fun. So we went to the same college, but at different times. Was that fun? Mm. Shout out to Grove City College. Although, never fuck, take back fuck you. Fuck you, Grove City College, because Mike Pence is the graduation speaker. Ugh. So burn to the ground, Grove City. Sorry, not sorry. You know what would be amazing for Grove City to do, and they would never do it, but if like all of the males left and then it was he was just talking to like only women in the room and then would he have to get a divorce how does that work <laughs> like he wouldn't be allowed or something i want to just like i mean i saw something not to get too political but i saw someone on twitter was like if you replace like you're, you don't feel comfortable being alone with women with you don't feel comfortable being alone with children like it's creepy right yeah because yeah. it's like what do you think is gonna happen right i don't know i can't answer that unless we got mike pence on the podcast Yep. I'm sure he's been ghosted a many times. <laughs> um, all right. So hi, Holly. Hey, I, Hall. I hear she's a big fan of the podcast, along with their other friends. This is very exciting. Um, Holly says, hi, Chelsea and Aaron. Loving the podcast. Also, P.S., this is from, this is an older one, because we haven't done an listener email in so long, so some of these are from, like, December. Um Loving the podcast. I thought I had never been ghosted before, but I remember the other day that I was in fact ghosted in the middle of a date. I think Chelsea, I think Chelsea might have heard about it once, although I can't remember why. That's I don't remember hearing about this. So Holly, so thank you for sharing. My freshman year of college, Grove City College. Fuck you, Grove City College. She didn't <laughs> say that. Those are my words. My sorority decided to have a blind date party where other members of the sorority would choose your date. I was pretty recently single and just asked that whoever they picked to be somebody completely new. The date event was going to be roller skating followed by pizza back on campus because oh Christian college. What else is there to do at Western VA? Yes, Grove City. If you hadn't already guessed from Mike Pence being the speaker, um, is a very conservative religious college, which I am neither. Why did I go there? That could be a whole podcast. We'd have a lot of fun. <laughs> As requested, the guy was somebody I hadn't met before, and we had a fun time getting to know each other during roller skating. Although there were no fireworks. It's fine. Because we had carpooled, he and I ended up being the fifth person in two cars. So we planned to meet back up for the second half of the date on campus. When I got to the pizza party, poof, the people from his car were there, but he wasn't. (gasps) While I was annoyed, I just assumed he had homework or something and didn't get the chance to say goodbye since we were in separate cars. I love also that only at Grove City College could that be an excuse. Like, I I had some homework, which that would be a legitimate excuse at Grove City College. Being the genius that I was, I suggested to my friends at the party that after pizza, we head to the cafeteria for ice cream. Guys, don't you wish you went to this college? The first things I see when I walk in, my blind date having dinner with another girl. Ah! (laughs) It took a lot for us all not to burst out laughing in front of him. (laughs) I later found out that he had an Asian fetish. He was apparently notorious for trying to ask out every Asian girl on campus, which there was probably like two because Grove City is like notoriously like whitewashed. And the guy who had suggested him as my blind date was even Asian. So I guess I never had a chance. There's my ghost story. I literally can't even remember his name. So anonymity isn't a problem. That's funny. I mean, Holly is not Asian. I'm no, guessing. Holly is not Asian. Oh, okay. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, listen, I wish that we could see this would be a perfect one. 
that to if i wish we could find this dude and have him and have him call in and just be like what was happening because it's like innocuous enough right you know what i mean like it's like it's like not emotionally it's not like they were like dating for six months i'm still clinging to the dream of having reuniting a ghost Mm -hmm. and a a ghost at some time but um what do we think about that i think it's hilarious but also we know what happened in that he had like a very specific type right but of which she wasn't which is like well holly what are you gonna do but you also can't just be like hey but that just goes to show i mean that everybody's a coward because yes what he could have just been like is is, this was a blind date right so you know you seemed real nice but no sparks but like i hope we can be friends because we go to the same teeny weeny college right why can't you just be like hey this was fun i actually had other plans you know i'm sure i'll see you around i also love that he immediately like left her and found somebody to go to dinner with <laughs> like, <laughs> well it's like do you think he had the plans the whole time or do you think he just like shot a text like yo roller skating was a motherfucking bust <laughs> she ain't asian she ain't asian oh my hashtag God. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry about that, That's Holly. Strange. Like, I don't know if we want to wade into the murky waters of like people who have only a, date one race. Very uh, specific fetishes. I do find it strange. I remember reading an article. I'm sure in Jezebel or somewhere about like an Asian girl and how she didn't feel comfortable going to like Williamsburg because all of like the hipster dudes. She's mm. like, it would be like gross. It would be they would be like so up on her. And I'm like, yeah, it is weird. It is weird. And like, I mean, have you ever dated a guy that? had a an interesting fetish or even got on a date with a guy that he was very open about a, a fetish. fetish i don't think a fetish yeah i mean also though before i dated pat literally everyone i dated was irish catholic right so i guess i also have like i had a very specific type <laughs> and pat is catholic but italian so i really branched out for him <laughs> do you have any very i mean other specific types that you were looking for at that time like were you consciously trying to date Irish Catholics or did that just happen? I think that's what kind of just happened. Yeah. I mean, I guess subconsciously I had to have been because like, how did that keep happening? Right. But I think, but you're not even, cause you're not, you're I'm not, not Catholic. Even Catholic. No, I don't know what it was about. <laughs> it was, but also I was like in the bars and stuff. So it was like, what am I, what was I supposed to do? Right. I don't know. Weird. Like things that I thought I was looking for. I don't know. Yeah. I know a lot of single girls are always talking about how they want a really tall guy. And Pat is a very tall guy, but that was not I'm something that I guys. cared about. I'm into tall guys. I don't know if I specifically, I mean, I guess that there could, I mean, surely there could be a guy who is too short, I guess, which I know. I'm sorry, short guys. You don't want to hear it. But for me, I definitely would prefer, obviously, you know, amazing personality. Everything else is connecting. Of course, I'm not going to be like, you're too short. Goodbye. But yeah, I definitely find myself more attracted to taller guys. I don't think is there anything that I specifically I can't think of anything that I specifically look for or weird or like any guys that I encountered that had a very weird thing. I've had pretty vanilla guys. Also, I think I've come to the conclusion there was, we were talking to Kelly about this last night because Kelly Kelly gave up on white dudes years ago. Mm-hmm. And I really think I might need to follow suit. I think maybe there's something to be said for for dating um dating non-white dudes have so you maybe i should develop a fetish somebody who wasn't your race i have never dated a non-white the very first guy i ever kissed was a black guy mm-hmm. it was the older brother of my best friend at the time and that's it all the other guys all white dudes isn't that awful 
maybe there was like a Latin dude in there somewhere. I don't know, but not like someone I dated, just maybe someone I made out with. But was there even? I'd have to go. I'd have to go to the tapes. I'd have to go check out the list. <laughs> I think you should. I mean, why not? You really got to cast a wide net. I do find sometimes in talking to my single girlfriends, not you, but like other ones, where they're so specific about what they're looking for. And I'm like, you really need to like be a little open. Like there are right. things you can't compromise on. Like it, you know, well, treating you well and course. stuff like that. But it's like, but if you're like, I need him to be tall. I need him. Of course now everybody's into like burly guys. Like that's the thing. Right. I need him to be like that. And I need him to have this kind of job and all this stuff. And it's like, all right. But then you're missing out on like good guys that are not all that. That's absolutely true. However, um, definitely true. But counterpoint, and by the way, if we, I think I mentioned this, but if you guys have skipped any episodes or if I do put this one out before some other ones that were recorded, I broke with my boyfriend. And so I just downloaded Match.com today. Mm. Not because I'm ready emotionally to date whatsoever because I'm very not. I'm in pretty dark of a place, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, laughing, crying, drinking wine. But any hoozy, I did it um, really just, I don't know. I guess I was in that place where I was like, I'm definitely not ready to try to date, but I needed a distraction or just to remember that like other people exist in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, gotcha. just, just a reminder, like just browsing, just like, yes, other people exist. You can get to this when you're, but like baby steps. So like, let me just download it. Let me just see what's happening. So I downloaded it and, um, cause I don't think I can participate in Tinder or Bumble anymore. And I, fiercely defend tinder and bubble in that there are people on those apps looking for relationships or not just for hookups however i also think there's something to be said for getting on a site like match which is i think a little bit more for like adults who are looking for relationships. right you know what I mean? you just don't have to weed hopefully i mean i'll tell you more once i experience more <laughs> through the people who just want to hook up to find those guys who do want a relationship so do you have to pay for match you don't have to but you do if you want it to be you know yeah. uh, paying helps get you know make it worthwhile so anyways I downloaded it and then I was putting in all my specific things because I do to your point absolutely you don't want to be too specific about things that maybe if you're being honest with yourself don't really matter they're mm-hmm. just things you think you want but I have some specific things that do matter one of them being I don't want kids oh and so, that's different yeah so when I went through and I did my like you know narrow down what you're searching for and I was being very I mean and you know I wouldn't necessarily want to be dating a guy who lives in like Jersey or something just for convenience but I'm like I'll be open to that let me keep my miles radius a little wider than I usually would let me you know I didn't put any height requirements I was Mm -hmm. like whatever this is fine I didn't put any of like those types of like you know physicality but um I put you know doesn't want kids never married which maybe is something i could compromise on but i think in a perfect world i just would prefer that this is like eventually if we would get married that's something we're embarking on for the first time together so i said don't don't have don't have kids don't want kids never been married um atheist or agnostic or other i don't want them to be in a place with religion where they're specifically checking one of those boxes because i'm not religious at all and um and what was the other one? Oh, and I said liberal, very liberal, liberal, or I, I even gave them middle of the road, just as long as you didn't check conservative, very conservative. Right. How many people do you think came up as fitting that description, Aaron? Oh, no. 
I'm going to guess an omni. Literally three guys. And I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know enough about Match that, like, every day they open up more people or the more you're on, the more, like, options they give you. Like, I don't understand completely how that works because it's not just swiping around like Tinder and Bumble where it's one and you swipe left or, left or right. You can put in those parameters and then you just, like, it's presumably it's supposed to just give you as many people, like, fit that description. What were they three like? What were the three like? Fucking people. One was an enormously overweight dude. Sorry, I guess I am shallow in that regard. One was a guy who looked not in the age parameters I gave, which was 30 to 40, which I think is reasonable. Yeah. He looked like he was in his 50s. <laughs> <coughs> and then one was just like a real scrawny, like with one of those pictures that you're like, did you just take that on your webcam? Like in a pin, like didn't even bother to oh, turn a light that. on, like one of those. Yeah. And this is what I'm working with there. And so. I, should I just I think should I call my ex now or <laughs> or tomorrow? I mean, after just a few like, glasses of wine, I can put up with all the mistreatment. Uh, that's fine. Let's just make this work again. No, <laughs> I don't think you should do that. I know. I think you should open up though to the marriage thing because, especially like you coming from the culture that you do, you know people who got married when they were like twenty one. Yeah. And divorced when they were 24. I get it. That's interesting. That's actually an interesting point. Like someone who just got married young and then, yeah. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know to me, to me. And, you know, obviously I guess maybe that is an unrealistic requirement at my age, like in my mid thirties. But I just, I don't know. I don't love the idea. But then at this age, like who doesn't have baggage like most anyone right at this age is going to have some type of baggage even if they weren't actually married they're going to have had at least probably one serious relationship in their past that you know what i mean i mean you would hope so too right but i don't know there's something about the idea that because to some extent that part person is always a part of your life or you know what i mean like that's a pretty strong bond to share with someone but i don't know I don't know. Anyways, if you're single, if you don't <laughs> want kids, if you're not, not if you're yeah, not religious, not uh, if you're a human, if you're a human who doesn't want kids or doesn't have kids, I'll take you. All right, um, let's do another one. Wait, you, would you? You wouldn't do somebody who has kids? No, I fucking I don't like kids. Oh, okay, I don't want to be. That's another just thing that I think is too. I mean, because what's happening at this point? Are they like adult kids? You know, I mean, no, not at our age. Oh, I guess. Yeah. You would end up being a mom to like a stepmom yeah. to like a 10 and 11 year old or something. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. But I don't know. I'll be interested to see like if I open it up tomorrow or something. If there's more. Yeah. If there's like more happening. Let's open it up right now. Let's see. Mm, nope. Same guy. Same. And this is even after. I mean, Jesus Christ. Rick from the Bronx, you are not thirty-eight. Me, you are at least you are at least forty-nine. Check out Rick. And this is after now. There's like eight dudes because oh. I I took away religious and political. After it gave me that few guys, <laughs> Rick I took away religious like, and political. Bless him. But he this looks like he's like he's like listen. I'm gonna be at the Schenectady Laugh Hut this weekend. <laughs> Come on down. Like this weird pose he's doing. Um, yeah, Rick. No. Uh, Aaron, what am I gonna do with my life? You'll find somebody. Everybody finds somebody. I've just never. I mean, 
yeah, I've never cared that much about being in a relationship. And now I guess it's just like too late for me. Everyone else cared about that shit <laughs> 17 years ago. But also I like, think it's like you've together. only made this decision, I think, because after like having being having years of dating around and stuff that you want to be in a relationship and it's like it doesn't then you're not like now I'm ready and everybody runs out of the woodwork like here we are totally but I also think that maybe that ship has sailed like I think there's something to be said for having the come to Jesus of like yeah I'm 34 I'm not by any means old but like a lot of people have already figured that shit out you know what I mean like so there might not be dudes left that you know haven't murdered a person or two i, I would take if you've murdered someone we can work that have you out. been caught or not if you caught? have a kid yeah exactly <laughs> you've murdered someone you haven't been caught? i can't handle that stress but like have you been acquitted for manslaughter like let's talk <laughs> let's see where this goes <laughs> what who says it natasha beddingfield it's always darkest before the dawn i know i have oh, a feeling natasha we'll do your tarot after we'll see if there's anyone love coming. to um okay next email let's do do you want to read this though because i feel like okay. i just don't have a good reading voice do you want to do this is from Alyssa. Alyssa is a gem she is a super ghosted stories fan also she is a big fan that we met because of my other podcast i have cabernet and a which is about the a free form nay abc family show pretty little liars um and Alyssa hosts trivia here in new york city and she invited me and my co-host of the other podcast sue to host a pretty little liars trivia night and now we're in touch and hi Alyssa. so she emailed it's like a three-parter because there's an update and then just today i was like hey girl we're gonna finally read your email from like january is there an update and then she emailed a little update so so strap in i'll read the first part right We'll discuss and then and then we'll go to the other updates. Perfect. See how it goes. Okay. From Alyssa. I started talking to this guy via Coffee Meets Bagel, which that's a weird one. It is. I don't I understand hear good it. things about it, but it just sounds like a very niche interest one. And then I guess it's not. I guess it's just like. What are the niche what? interests? In terms of, I don't know. Coffee Meets Bagel just to me sounds like it's a specific, like, I don't know, for foodies, but it's not. It's just like a dumb fucking name for a dating app. I remember when they were on Shark Tank. Really? Yeah. And then what's his face offered to buy? He was like, if I give you $40 million right now for it, will you sell it? And the chick was like, no. Oh my God. And now it's valued higher. So good for you, hon. Yeah. Good for her. Listen, I'm happy. Ladies making money. It's always going to make me happy. Okay. Anyway. So, um, so I started talking to this guy via coffee meets bagel back at the beginning of November this is how long ago we did this. He's a terrible texter, but somehow we kept in touch. Over Thanksgiving, he told me he had been laid off from his job, and November was a weird month for me because I was in Florida like half the month. December, we were going to try to hang out, but with my semester ending and the holidays, it didn't work out, but he kept texting me. Then radio silence. So I put it all out there and sent him this text. This is a text. I know we haven't had time to see each other, but now that the holidays are over, my schedule is more open, and I would really like to hang out. You seem really bright fun and you're pretty easy on the eyes a wink face let me know if you're still interested if not i understand and wish you luck with your job search and a very happy new year end text and he texted back that he'd been away and he did want to hang out so finally we did last saturday during that miserable snowstorm she sent this email to us in january um i braved it into the city i should note now that he did change the time once which was fine he was sweet and he said that we were going to hang out come hell or high water 
So we had coffee, which was really nice and on brand for the website we met on. I added that aside, but it's true, Um, (laughs) which was really nice. And we were probably there for three hours. He paid, but then he had to head home because he had a friend visiting from Jersey. So we took the train together and I suggested that he come for lunch during the week and he could not have been more enthusiastic about it. He ended up coming to my office Friday for lunch and it was great. He asked me what I was doing over the long weekend. And before I could even finish my sentence, do you want to hang out? He said, he said, yes, we decided we go to the new Cuba exhibition at the natural history museum. So Saturday we texted and settled on a time Sunday. I'm getting ready. And he texts me this. So I completely forgot about football and my roommate who I haven't seen in two weeks travels for work will kill me if I don't watch it with him. Can we meet up tomorrow? Sorry to throw this at you last minute and text which okay he had mentioned the first time we hung out that his roommate traveled a lot and that they watched football together on Sundays I get it so he also said on Friday to so he had also said on Friday to other things that he was having an informational interview with an old friend Monday night and that he was interested in coming to my trivia Tuesday night so I asked him if a there was enough time for us to go to the museum and b if he really wanted to see me two days in a row I probably should not have said that but we decided we would have dinner before trivia and that he'd stay so today I texted him if we were still on for tonight and he texted me at 345 yep he had even said on Sunday he was looking forward to it then right before I left my office at 545 he texted me My mom just called to tell me my grandma's in the hospital, so I have to go home. Sorry, let's reschedule. I'm heading to the train. Her question. Am I being faded out? He kept saying stuff like he couldn't wait to hang out. I'm just confused. So that's the first part. So let's discuss thus far. Based on that, and honestly, I well, I sort of remember how this ends, but not completely, so I feel like I can still be unbiased. It... It's a pretty fucking big coincidence that just right before work is over, now your grandma's in the hospital. But what a shitty, like, even the shittiest of people. I feel like you got to be pretty shitty to go in that deep on an excuse instead of, and go take it to that level of excuse instead of just being like, hey, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Grandma dying is a pretty big excuse also it seems more contrived to me that to me seems more contrived and more like red flag fake excuse than just being like listen i don't want you to get the wrong idea that you know i am excited to see you but i you know something came up that i can't i don't know even be more or even just just straight up why i don't know i have a lot of emotions about this right now apparently aaron what do you think i think it's the sort of thing where if it's like if they had just been like humming right along and then this grandma thing happened, I'd be like, okay, like you get one. Maybe it is a lie. I am way too superstitious to ever claim anyone is right. being sick or myself being sick. Cause then I assume that person's going to drop dead immediately. Right. Unless maybe his grandmas are both already dead. So he doesn't care. Right. Okay. Well then that's a loophole. Yeah. So, which also she'll find out about too. Right. So I, I think he, I mean, Alyssa seems like a great girl, but it does seem like maybe he is blowing you off just because all of these are way too convenient because right. it is that he's just not that into you where it's like, I get that his, he wants to watch football with his roommate, but it's also if he was really jiving on you, then I think he would be like, screw you roommate. Like I'm going to go hang out with a girl that I really like. Right. And it's like hard to hear that. And it makes it easier that you're not in the room right now. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Right. Where it's sort of like, all right, then move on. Like you want to right. be with somebody who is like, super duper excited to be with you and you know and it just seems like this guy 
it's a little too lukewarm right and what a shitty though person oh for oh he's a shithead for sure to use the grandma excuse instead of to even though i mean but this is every single guy i it's like why why are you even making the fake plans to begin with that you don't think you're gonna keep right well i think he would but i think he's just like it's not he doesn't it's not like he likes her the way that you want somebody like you to right. be in a relationship. Like, I think he he's like, like, Oh, this is fine. I'll go out with you. But then, oops, something else happened. But My then friends maybe wanted I, to go out for drinks. Right. And then now I don't care. Exactly. Well, I don't think he doesn't like her. Like, I think he likes her, but just, she deserves to be liked a little more. Yeah. And he's not, it could be a million reasons. It could be that he is just like, not, he is just trying to fuck around and you know, whatever. just wants to be a shithead and doesn't care. Wouldn't care about the girl that's amazing for him if he even met her because if you're not in that headspace, it just really doesn't matter. You know, right. you're just kind of like, I'm gonna do whatever I want right now because that's the headspace I'm in. Mm-hmm. Alright, what's the update? Alright, let's see. Let's see. This is like a choose your own adventure sort this of is a great. thing where we just get to guess. <laughs> update. <clears throat> Today I texted him um, asking how his grandmother was because ju- that's just the kind of person I am. A star, Alyssa. That's who you are. Seriously. And I didn't hear anything until about four. I got a text from him, opened it, and it was like one of those location drop pins. Like when you send someone your location and you can only send the location where you're at. Well, he was going to see his family in South Jersey, but this afternoon, apparently he was back in Williamsburg. Oh, how convenient. Oh yeah. I have his exact location, <laughs> which I'm willing to bet is his address. So I text him, do you mean to send me your location? Are you back in Brooklyn? Nothing. I'm so hurt, confused, disillusioned. I want to scream into a pillow. Honey, I hear you. Yeah. That sucks. That's shitty. That's it, just shitty. It's really shitty. And especially that's why, douchebag, you don't fucking use the grandma excuse. You just man up. Just say you seem really cool. I don't feel sparks. I would love to hang out with you as a friend if that's the truth. Because you only say the truth. Right. And then then she can be like, do I want to be friends with this guy? Or am I just kind of looking for relationships? Like, I want to move along. But it's like right. this sort of thing where you're like, I'll make plans. But then if something better comes up, then I'll... That, that's just like a shitty place to put anybody. It's a really shitty place to put even someone who's just like... Your friend. Exactly. And like why not just what a rookie move though too because if you don't want to commit to like dinner and staying for her trivia just say yeah you know i have a busy week whatever let's grab drinks then you can still fucking meet someone you know what i mean like be honest enough to just then open it up to like yeah i in your in your head you're thinking i don't want to get serious with anybody or i just want to do whatever the fuck i want to do and be a shithead so then don't make all night plans with somebody make like you know i have this thing at nine but do you want to grab drinks before leave like weave that into your shittiness and just leave yourself out don't like go ultimate shitty the other way where you're like yeah we can we can go to Cabo this weekend you know actually you know like just don't right. make extreme promises like that yeah. of spending an entire night with somebody if that's not where you're at and you don't owe anyone your complete schedule so it's yeah. like you can always just be like hey like i'm free until 8 30 like yeah. whatever we can do for I do those two hours i would time. love to see you and then totally those cannot even be real plans but also exactly. it's like I do feel like I don't know I've never had the um, pleasure of meeting Alyssa but I do feel like once you're at a certain age it's like we're all here for the same reason like right we're uh, I'm doing this to have a relationship like that's why I'm on this like site or whatever so it's like let's 
get a relationship going or not. It's just, right. it is so, it's just such a cowardly shithead move. Totally. You know? Agreed. I'm excited then. Cause I did now that you read that I remembered. Um, but now I have not read this new update. She just sent today. <gasps> Let's read it. Should we read it? Do you want me to do it? Is All that right. the other email? <coughs> oh my God. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm copying the microphone. Yeah, this is the other email. Okay. So Alyssa says, I'm not exactly sure where I last left you, but after the whole fiasco where he said his grandmother was sick and he couldn't meet me, I got this job hint from him after checking in. Okay. So we did we that. We were just there. Yeah. Um, so she said, does that mean you're back? And he said nothing. So then I sent him a text and lucky for you, I save everything. <laughs> First and foremost, I hope your grandmother is okay. Is what she said to him. I know we've had to reschedule a couple of times and I know it's kind of a crazy time for you right now, but I wanted you to know I've enjoyed spending time with you and I'd really like to get to know you better. Uh, I'd be disappointed if you didn't feel the same way, but fully understand, especially if you're open and honest about it. So he writes back, I'm sorry, my grandmother is getting out of the hospital day, thankfully, but one of my great aunts who has been in the ICU for the last month and was originally getting better died. <laughs> Whoops. What the fuck <laughs> is this asshole doing? I found out both of these things at the same time. My mom called me before I was planning to come meet you. I became so distraught and upset I couldn't even get myself to leave my place. Side note, I have a history of severe depression, which sometimes comes back. Oh. My roommate walked in from work and I was bawling like a child on the couch and missed my bus. And then I felt like a fucking idiot for ditching you even more so for accidentally sending my location. On top of all this, the stress of making career decisions really started to weigh on me. That being said, you've been nothing but friendly and open and I can't express how grateful and appreciative I am that I absolutely still want to get together, et cetera, et cetera. The depression amongst other things would have been a red flag. Okay. So now this is her talking. The depression amongst other things should have been a red flag for me, but since he was so open and honest and seemed to be going through a hard time, I let it go. But then as we were supposed to get together again, he texted me that his friend from high school died in a car accident. And he had to stay home. What no is one in New Jersey is guy? safe. What is wrong with this guy? This time proving me with a Facebook post to legitimize his claim. Providing me with a Facebook post to legitimize his claim. Again, I felt bad and let it go. A week later, we finally get together. We have dinner. As he sits down, he proceeds to tell me that he's deciding that he's moving home to South Jersey so that he can apply to law school. Okay, I'm totally cool with this. And during the conversation, I support his decision. Ask if he still would like to continue hanging out and talking. Because I mean, we'd only seen each other once a week anyway. And he's like, of course, I have a month left in the city and we can take it from there. We make plans the following week because I had tickets to see a hockey game and he was going to come with me so great well it's this well it's the saturday before the game and i still haven't heard from him he was making the plans before the game i text him at four what's the plan for tomorrow nothing oh. text him at eight should i be looking for someone else to take to the game he texts back hey i think you should i don't want the ticket to go to waste or mess you up further what the fuck so i asked him to elaborate on what that on what had changed i don't hear from him until the next day he said i have to show my place today and tonight to more people i wish i didn't have to Luckily, I have a good friend who came to the game with me and listened to me complain the whole time. She's a fucking saint. And she points out that when you're renting your place out, you don't have to be there to show up. Beside the point. My last text him was this. <laughs> I completely understand having to show your apartment. However, I told you this game last Friday. I told you about this game last Friday. And we talked about it since then. I had hoped you had enough respect for me to call it as it is. If you don't want to come, you should have either said something. Or you should have said something earlier. I'm hurt and disappointed in your actions. I thought you were different. But unless you prove me wrong, I'll know I was wrong about you. I had also hoped to continue hanging out before you moved. If you didn't want any of that, I gave you plenty of times to express that to me. Your loss, not mine. Then he was gone forever. However, it's important to note that he and I are still Facebook friends. I have a policy that I don't delete people because you can unfollow them and it's rude. But why hasn't he unfriended me? This guy is next level... On not just being like normal dipshit flaky 
disrespectful, but like every excuse has to be like death death level. What the fuck? And I also think that this is a great example of when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Because it's like, so true. You knew so early on, he showed you who he was Yeah, with the, um, like, I don't even remember what the first excuse was, but when it was like blowing you off to watch football with his roommate. Yeah. I think that would have been enough to yeah. be like, now I'm going to walk away. Right. Because you teach right. people how to treat you. Totally. And you taught him in those moments, in those first sort of interactions, like, you can pass me over. You can, you know, make other plans. You can cancel on me last minute and I'm going to keep coming back. And that's not the person that she is, I'm right. assuming. And it's like, and then, and that's what sort of what set up everything after that. It's like, you need to be like, nope, this is how I'm treated. If you cancel right before something, Unless it's the apocalypse, like, we're done. Right. And you can give everyone one chance to be that person, benefit the doubt. But, like, and then I think it's hard because I relate to it, too. And, like, when you are a person who wants to see the best in people and you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, it can come back to bite you in the butt. And it's hard then. It can be hard to walk away because you feel like I think it's the difference between you. Everyone wants to be able to be that person that, like, I see you for you for who you are and I'm going to put my foot down and I'm going to draw a line and say, I'm going to walk away. But when you're the type of person that is like, well, I would never treat someone this way. So I'm going to assume, or I can't really understand why anyone would treat anyone this way. And that's what makes you want to give the person the benefit of the doubt. And we have to remind ourselves that some people are shitty and disrespectful and would treat people that way. And we have to recognize when we're being treated that way. You know what I mean? Instead of just being like, well, I don't, you know, no. Well, that's there must be a reason. There must be a reason because no one would be X, Y, Z. Well, no, some people would be X, Y, Z. And this guy was definitely X, X Y, and N, Z. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's always the Occam's razor thing too. Like I feel like whenever anyone has to explain something to me a lot, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just like, you're lying. You're full of shit. Yeah. Because the truth is always one sentence. Yeah. And a lie is always four paragraphs where it's yeah. like the truth, like, you know, because people's grandmothers do get sick. People's friends from home do die in car accidents. It's right. horrible, but there's too much coincidence. The thing that makes the most sense is that he's full of shit. Right. The thing, you know what I mean? Right. And it's like, you can drive yourself crazy, but like, but this and this, and buddy said this, but then he said this. Right. No. Exactly. And actions speak louder than words. Definitely. Completely. Alyssa, um, you dodged a bullet with this guy. Yeah. He's in, like, I legitimately, it just sounds like he has no emotions for anybody or he has like a personality disorder or he, or honestly, and it sounds like dating this guy would have been a fucking nightmare yeah. because he would have been a sad sack. And that has nothing to do with like depression because like that's of like mental illness. That's different. But I think it, he would have just been like a calamity Jane. Like there would have yeah. always been a big thing happening and a big thing happening. It's right. like, who needs that in their life? Yeah. That's exhausting. Completely. I completely agree. You would have been exhausted. You would have been exhausted. Um, all right, great. <laughs> Do we have anything? So we got to say about that one. Throwing good money after bad, which is a new saying that I just heard. And now, you know, when you like learn a new word or something and then you see it everywhere, I feel like good money after bad is like that for me. I don't know if I've ever heard that. It's when you like, 
spend money on something bad on something and then it keeps breaking so you spent like good money on the bad thing but then in order to keep the bad thing working you keep just putting more money into it so it's like sunken what is that like sunken behaviors or sunken actions where it's like you've put in so much time so you're just going to continue to put in time even though like you yeah. do that with like bad relationships a lot. Right, Not right. you, one does. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe I do though. <laughs> I put in a finite amount of unnecessary time with a bad relationship, but hopefully no more. Should we do the last email? Let's do it. Let's do it. Where are we on time? We're doing pretty good. We're at 40 minutes. Okay. Um. Okay, great. So this is from somebody um, across the pond in the great britain the greatest of britons okay i like that um she doesn't want us to use her name also i was not supposed to say that she was from great britain but it's a big country i assume i think that hundreds of people live there i think that literally no one would be able to find her by the fact that (laughs) she's a listener of this podcast and she's in great britain right right there has to be tens and tens of you (laughs) um well let's pick out a name for her what's a british name effie i just finished watching oh that's so good Effie's great. All right, Effie. All right, let's do this. Where should I start? Um, so she says nice things about us, blowing smoke. I appreciate oh, it. Thanks, Effie. And then she writes. Sorry, I was I was reading like the first paragraph that she sent to see if there's any um, relevant information, and there's not. She just talks about how people uh, in the Great Britain don't listen to podcasts, which they're lost. Yeah, what's going on over there? Okay, so she writes. I thought I'd write in and share my story, where I ghosted a guy probably three years ago, after being in a relationship for almost six months. I'd like to give some context. So I was 22 and had just broken up with my childhood sweetheart at the time, after four or five years. And this guy was on the periphery. We were in grad school together. We started texting a bit and hanging out on occasion, but I wasn't that into him. He was quite awkward and not really my type, but seemed nice and actually described himself as such. Red flag, obviously, poor, naive, younger me. Red flag. Whatever, what, like, nice people don't have to describe themselves as nice. Right. Smart people don't have to describe themselves as smart. Right. Show don't tell. It's true. Anyway. Things took off pretty quickly when I let him pick me up from a night out at about 3 a.m. And he ended up taking me back to his place after dropping off my friends. Note, he was completely sober, whereas I cannot remember a large part of that night. Hmm. We've all been there. I was there several nights this week. (laughs) We ended up sleeping together, which I had mixed emotions about. On returning to my friend's house the following morning was semi- Shamed for sleeping with him after just breaking up with my long-term boyfriend. Thanks a lot, friends. Yeah. That's shitty. Friends. Also, you're in grad school. Yeah. What the hell? I would just assume all my friends were like getting it. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. That's very strange. Is that a Great Britain thing? I don't know. I, okay. I have no idea. All right. Uh, to be fair, they were young too, 21, and one of them hadn't been in an adult relationship before, so I'm sure she wouldn't react the same way now. Did she go to the Grove City of... sounds like it (laughs) (laughs) um okay she continues we had class together after that day and all of a sudden this guy started being really touchy-feely putting his hand on my knee during class etc which i was a bit weirded out by i warned him that i wanted to keep it low-key i think i wanted to make the most of a bad situation so i did continue to see him i think another major factor was that this guy's mom had just passed away so i kind of felt bad for him i am a dev i am definitely a big empath and can't help it Here's the thing, too. I'm just between every paragraph. I'm just going to put in my two cents. Please. Um, 
you know, because if you read the sociopath next door, which obviously I can't diagnose this person that I've never met. Right. But one thing they talk about is like healthy people don't want you to pity them. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. if you or if there's somebody who's trying to get your pity, that's not healthy. Right. And it's like obviously someone's mother passing away is the worst thing that can like that's horrible. And you do feel for them. But I think there's a line when somebody's trying to elicit that. Right. That person isn't going to be begging you to like, please pity them or like feel so bad for me. My mother passed away. Right. I don't know. I'm maybe that's horrible for me to say. No, I think it's true though. I think, I think most people don't almost feel uncomfortable with other people's pity. Like you want the support. Right. And you want the empathy and the support, but you don't want pity. You don't want the like, yeah. Pity is just that a specific, like I wouldn't want to ever be pitied. Right. Most people wouldn't. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So think she continues, things continue to escalate to a full blown serious relationship, which I was always a bit uncomfortable with, but when he would sort of impose decisions on me, example, made me meet his dad within 10 days, which I had no choice about as I just gone over to his place and his dad was soon to arrive. Also, this guy lived in a shared house and his housemates that were around did tease that it was a bit soon, but then all went and pretty much hid in their rooms when the dad arrived, which made me more uncomfortable. What? That's not cool. It's really weird. And he didn't give you a warning, too. Right. They're, build- they're building the house next door, if you hear Yeah, me. I was like, what is that banging? They're coming to take us away? Yeah. Um, nonetheless, I continue to see him. Oh, sorry. Nonetheless, I continue to spend time with this guy, going on the occasional date, but mainly just crashing at his place several times a week. And eating his food, I was a broke grad student and was living at home while I attended grad school. Yeah, girl, gotta eat. I know that in some sense I was probably using him for somewhere to stay away from my family. And to some extent it was nice to have some attention and distraction from my recent heartbreak. But these are obviously bad reasons to be in a relationship with somebody. Yep. True. I tried to dump him on a few occasions, but always ended up not going through with it slash sleeping with him. About four months in, the guy suddenly asked me if I would move continents with him, to which I said, obviously not. (laughs) I was looking to do further study uh, in the UK, which I did actually find a few months after this, which I did actually find a few months after this all ended. Nevertheless, he kept buying me guidebooks for this place and he wanted to go and try to pressure me into going, even trying to bribe me and pay off some of my student loans and emailing companies we could work for on on my behalf oh my god wow that's crazy that's i mean you know it though like you're seeing she you know she's saying she sees the signs so that was the excuse i made to finally finish it although the actual final star was a bit more disturbing obviously from what i've been telling you the guy did not consider any of my opinions decisions and continued to ignore them which actually culminated in him having sex with me one evening after i told him i didn't want to it wasn't wow. overly forceful and I could have probably asked him to stop, but in the moment I just froze. I wasn't really sure what happened, but I think if you have to Google whether or not you were raped, the answer is that you would be probably. Oh, wow. Um, I'd agree on that. I definitely agree on that. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I feel yeah, that you went through hard. this. Um, it wasn't until a while after that I started to put this pattern of behavior together for what it was. Several red flags were calling himself a nice guy <laughs> and having the whole pity party for himself and the controlling nature from trying to get me to move in with him to also deciding what I ate. Sometimes he wow. would make me food and insist that I have it often when I hadn't asked for it and didn't want it. And the aforementioned incident in the previous paragraph, there's also an instance where I woke up to find him trying to sleep with me but he stopped when I asked him 
what he was doing. So I dumped him, even though I did consent to goodbye sex, even though I didn't want to and felt pressured. He suggests that we marry rather than break up. Something was definitely wrong with him. I agree. Um, he tried to contact my number. Sorry. He tried to contact me a number of times for the next year. Initially I deleted him from social media and my phone, but he kept getting in touch. So I eventually blocked him on both my phone and social media and made, made most of my accounts private. Currently I need to set up a work Twitter, but I don't really want to see him to see what I'm doing, even though I'm doing great. If you want to share the story in this future, I think that it's important for ladies to know that this can happen to anyone by anyone, mm-hmm. even if it's someone, you know, and that I'm not an idiot currently doing a PhD in a science field. I also think that you should never do anything just because you feel sorry for somebody. I am, a lot more wary now as someone who is very empathetic. I was lucky that I finally got angry over what he did to me. If I hadn't have snapped over the incident, I would worry that I'd still be with this guy. In the end, ghosting was the only way to get him to get the message that I did not want any contact. I actually ended up getting back together with my first boyfriend from the beginning of the story, not too long after all this mess ended. I think initially part of me wanted to just feel safe and normal again. But we've been together for another three years since, and it's the best decision I've ever made. We oh, have wow. a cat and a dog and live in the countryside. For, fortunately, a lot of problems with this first relationship were no longer present due to changes in our circumstance. We were previously doing long distance, and he also got his butt in gear and found a job he loves post-university, and we are both a lot happier with where we are personally. Um, sorry, this is such a long read. If you've made it this far in the email, I'd, and then she just wants to be kept anonymous which Effie. this was a hard one this was i mean a very good example though of the other side of ghosting as self-preservation right. which we talk about a lot and i just think such a good point similar to if you guys listen to um the episode with the friend of ours who dated a legit psychopath mm-hmm. um that being in a bad relationship like that can happen to anybody especially like if you're just in a place where you know you're vulnerable or you are a very empathetic person that goes back to also we're talking about with Alyssa's email like when you're empathetic and you're kind of just you're trying to rationalize and justify things because it's almost like you're in a place where you don't like well how could anyone be this way and then the reality is people can be that way right you know what I mean people are not everyone is a good fucking person but i think hold on you talk i gotta call but i do think it's the same thing that like i know i've said before where it's like you know he found her in a very vulnerable place which i think she probably admits that uh that she wasn't that she was just like out of a relationship she was living at home but going to school and he gave her just enough to keep her engaged right but also that she was sort of agreeing to small things Right. Um, that then added up to big things. Right. Because it's like him surprising you with his father. It's like obviously looking back as 2020, you never did anything wrong. Right. But I think it's like if we want to look for maybe what the lessons are in this, it's like when he surprises you with his father after 10 days, he's showing you that he doesn't care about your comfort. Right. That it is about boundaries. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have boundaries. And so in that moment is when you have to be like, okay, like let's explode this out a little bit. Like what this really means. Right. And, um, you know, and I'm sorry that all the things that happened to you happened to you. And yeah, 
though that's that's really tough i'm happy that you're in a place now where it sounds like you're happy and, and healthy a cat and a dog living in the countryside that's i mean so, that is the dream place to be. and yeah yeah i mean it also sounds like she has a very healthy perspective of everything she understands well, now like you should never pity anybody i think right. anybody who um yeah like we said if you're trying to elicit that motion or somebody or if, or if people are you know it's right. that thing where it's like I've had girlfriends who've broken up with guys who were pieces of shit and they like say they're going to kill themselves or something like that. And it's like, that's not, that's not healthy. Like you right. can't take that on. The guy says that you mean. The yeah, guy says right, that. To try to get back together. Right. right, right like right, if right. you leave me, I feel like this was right. something that happened a lot in like high school and right. college, right. but not so much anymore, which is great. But it, you know what I mean? <laughs> which <laughs> what, is great. You know, but it's just as like you, you, you people are responsible for their own emotions and stuff right. and it's like people are responsible for getting healthy themselves right you can't help them right. you being there or not being there it's like you should always be supportive of your friends and the people that you're in relationships with right but there is a level where right you can't save people right definitely true all right this is great <laughs> um thank you for everybody who wrote in yes we appreciate it well do this again soon. Please write in more. Ghost of Stories podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to just keep drinking wine and coughing. Yay. Up my lung. Come visit us at the pit. Yeah. Or thanks for coming if it already or happened. Thanks for coming to the pit. You just never know, guys. <laughs> uh, thanks for everyone who emailed in. And I guess that's all. We'll see you guys that's next us. week. Boo. Boo. Boo.